What is up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Logan's Lowdown. This time, we are doing the newsletter read-through. Um, it's happy, uh, or I'm happy that you guys are here to talk about the newsletter with me today. So, without further ado, I'm just going to get right into the newsletter. This is Logan's Lowdown, Volume 26, and let's get right into it. Nap check. In the last couple of weeks, I have taken zero naps. Take a look at me. Look at me go. The next section is the same section as always. This newsletter has an audio companion. Of course, you know that if you're listening to this right now, and I just give a link and uh, tell people to come after it. Next segment, movies I've missed. Wow. Haven't had this for a few months. Finally, I had a few weeks to watch some movies that I've missed. So let's get right into it. Some of them old, some of them new. Let's talk about it. All right, number one, The Prince of Egypt. This one has been hyped up for me for many years and being one of the most animated films out there. While the movie isn't bad, I certainly don't see the hype. Fantastic score and cast, but the movie itself is the story of Moses, and if you already know the story, well, you've seen the movie. Next up, Alice in Wonderland, the 2010 live-action remake. And speaking of that, who is going to tell me that this isn't a retelling of the original, but a sequel just in live-action form? Who'd have thought? Either way, of course, Tim Burton directed this. Johnny Depp as the Mad Hatter is perfect. Other than that, meh. Not the worst live-action Disney project, but not the best. And then immediately after that, I watched the 2016 sequel, Alice Through the Looking Glass. I thought I would just bang this one out after watching the first one. What a waste of time. What was the point? Stupid. Trash. Dumb. Bye. Next up, Beast, 2022 release. Uh, This was exactly what I thought it would be. A very dull animal action thriller. I got exactly that. Very dull. Why did Idris Elba agree to this? Next up, you probably heard my review for it last week on Logan's Lowdown, but The Whale. Wow. Speechless. That's all I wrote. Next up, The Fundamentals of Caring, 2016 Netflix movie starring Paul Rudd. Uh, This was cute. Nothing Oscar-winning or anything, but a cute, feel-good movie for sure. And then finally, 12 Strong, 2018 film. If you like kick-ass war movies, this may disappoint you. While I enjoyed it for the most part, it's about an hour too long. The cast killed it, though. Michael Shannon, Chris Hemsworth, and Michael Pena carry it. So those are the movies I missed. I'm glad to have finally been able to do that segment again. It's been a minute. And then I do the comic of the week, so if you're interested in that, go check out the Garfield comic that I did for that week. Then we do the top 10 anticipated movies of 2023. It's a new year, new movies. I'm so hyped. This year may be the best year we have since 2019 for movies. Let's look at my most anticipated movies of the year. Number 10, Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. Number 9, The Little Mermaid. Number 8, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. Number seven, Transformers Rise of the Beasts. Number six, Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. Number five, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Number four, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number three, the Super Mario Bros. movie. Number two, Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. And number one, Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer. There's many, many movies that didn't make the cut. But those are the ones that I am most likely looking forward to. Uh, 
Then we get into content I'm binging. The Bear, season one. It's available on Hulu. It's a drama series, and I got it an 85 out of 100, a B. This one, this was one I felt bad about not getting to last year because of all the hype. Not going to lie, after the first three episodes, I didn't notice anything special. After that, I realized just how amazing the acting was and how emotional the story is. It's a really quick binge to eight episodes at 30 minutes of the piece. I would watch this show if I were you. Next up, Mythic Quest Season 3, available on Apple TV+. Plus. It's a comedy series. Score, 70 out of 100, a C. This season was kind of a drag for me. I didn't care for the storyline of Ion and Poppy doing their own thing and for the objective to make a Mythic Quest movie. I care about the characters, though, and that's why this season barely earned a C for me. Maybe next year they'll have a more compelling storyline to further develop those characters. House Party, a movie available only in theaters. It's a comedy. Uh, I gave a full review for it on uh, Monday's episode of Logan's Lowdown, but essentially a quick and easy comedy movie where two people uh throw a party in lebron james's house uh it's stupid but it's a lot of fun 72 out of 100 a c uh, very self-aware comedy lots of fun celebrity cameos so you'll have a good time with that one at the movies kaleidoscope netflix limited series it's a thriller i give it an 84 out of 100 a b uh, this was a fun heist show. Great backstory with great characters. I would only change it to maybe one or... I would take one or two episodes out. Maybe even shorten them to 30 minutes apiece. They do not need to be nine episodes, 45 minutes apiece to tell this specific story. Cut those episodes out, and you've got a really tight, really good limited series. Uh, but still, Kaleidoscope is worth watching if you're a heist fan, for sure. High on Life, Xbox exclusive comedy first-person shooter video game, and I gave it an A. A really fun game created by the minds behind Rick and Morty. Morty is even the voice of the gun you mainly use in the game. Yes, you read that right. The gun talks. The game is wildly hard to describe, so just watch a trailer and you'll see what I mean. So also being watched right now currently is 1923, the Yellowstone prequel series. Uh, the final season of Servant on Apple TV Plus, and the new HBO show based on the PlayStation video game, The Last of Us, season one. All right, next segment, we go right into my review of Gotham Knights. Video game review. This comes from someone who is an absolute fanboy of the Batman Arkham series. Those games and the PlayStation exclusive Spider-Man games are among the greatest superhero games ever made. Not like there was much competition, but still. So when it was announced that the next big budget comic book game was going to be was going to take place in a world where Batman is killed and his protégés all take his place, Robin, Nightwing, Batgirl, and Red Hood, my head turned for sure. The game promised a lot. The ability to do two-player co-op in an open-world Gotham City, several playable characters, sign me up. However, it had a lot of pressure as well. The first game since the conclusion of the best comic book video game series ever? Not just one, but four playable characters? Lots of pressure on the team over at Warner Brothers Games Montreal, for sure. For sure. Now, after playing as all four characters, doing plenty of side quests, collecting collectibles, and completely finishing the main story and side quests, uh, I can confidently say that the game is very mid. Let me tell you why. 
One of the most iconic things about the previous games is the combat. This is arguably the most important aspect of uh, a comic book game. How awesome does it feel to take control of that character? Well, in Gotham Knights, it feels lifeless. It doesn't feel like I'm any of those characters, which is an issue. When playing a Spider-Man, when you swing through the city, it feels like you're Spider-Man. It feels like you're the web-slinger. It feels authentic. Gotham Knights doesn't feel authentic. Excuse me. Doesn't feel authentic. Also, this just doesn't make any sense to me. The graphics of this game are astronomically worse than Batman Arkham Knight, which was released seven years ago. I didn't think it was possible to backtrack so far. It feels like I'm playing an Xbox 360 game. Even the first Batman game has better graphics than Gotham Knights, and that installment was released 14 years ago. Now, I will say it is very refreshing that when playing a Batman game, the story doesn't revolve around the Joker. I am pretty sure the game doesn't even mention him, maybe once, if that. The Court of the Owls storyline was intriguing, and it honestly is what kept me coming back to the game. On the flip side of that, the lack of side quests in this game is truly insulting. I'm pretty sure the last Spyro the Dragon game had more side quests than an open-world Gotham City game had. It made no sense. I won't give spoilers, but there's only four villains, villains sorry, that you chase in the side quests, and once they're defeated after 30 minutes of gameplay, you're done. It just seems lazy. I could sit here and complain for another four paragraphs, but I truly don't want to do that. If you enjoy comic book video games, you might try this when it's on sale. I paid $40 for, ga- th- for this game, and that wasn't even worth it. That may make more sense if you snag the game for $25 or $30. It just seems lazy and incomplete. Very sad. So much wasted potential. And the last segment, I give my favorite songs of 2022. I gave my top 10 of everything else, so why not do music? I know I uploaded my Spotify and Apple Music summaries a few editions back, but that doesn't always reflect my favorites. So here are my favorite songs of the year, and do note that these are not in any particular order. Out of Time, The Weekend, Whatever Floats Your Boat, Brian Kelly and the Boat Boys, First Class, Jack Harlow, Way Home, Tyler Hubbard, Jimmy Cooks, Drake and 21 Savage. That's probably my favorite song of the year. She Had Me at Heads Carolina, Cole Swindell. Party, DJ Khaled, Quavo, and Takeoff. Rest in peace. Privileged Rappers, Drake and 21 Savage. Those Days, Nickelback. Five Foot Nine, also Tyler Hubbard. And Us versus Them, Quavo, Takeoff, and Gucci Mane. So that is my... 20 uh that is my uh 2022 favorite songs and overall that is the 26th edition of the newsletter thanks for listening again subscribe if you uh subscribe to the newsletter if you haven't done so already you can do that in the link of the this bio or go to loganlewis.substack.com thanks so much everybody we'll see you next monday bye